Welcome to this episode of the She Scales podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, but I feel like this is needed and necessary. So I'm excited to dive into this with you today. Today we're going to be talking about growing your brand, not just your business. Now, whether you're scaling, whether you're already at multi-six figures, whether you're at six figures, whether you're not yet hitting five-figure months, like wherever you are in your business journey, it's never too early to be thinking about this. So you will find value in this episode. So I'm excited to dive in. I'm first going to cover what the differences are between your business and your brand. And then I'm going to give you some tips and strategies that you can be implementing yourself today to help grow a more profitable brand. Okay. Before we dive straight in, something that you might not know about me is I used to have the title brand champion, which is corporate speak for big nuts. (laughs) It's corporate speak for the overseer of everything. So yes, I was on the sales team and the sales manager at that point, but I was the brand champion, which meant that the marketing team, the operations team, finance team... I would be the go-between between everyone because I was looking at the future and longevity of the brand, not just the sales. So that would incorporate things like um, future-proofing the event, looking at strategic partnerships, um, looking at the future of the industry, not just immediately for our next event, but in one to five years' time, Um getting involved with partnerships that we needed to be involved with. It was looking at much bigger picture things that would impact our show, our event, and things that we needed to be um, making the most of as we go forwards. So that was my role, just to give you a little nutshell before we dive into the brand stuff so that you know what I'm talking about (laughs) and that I'm equipped to be talking about this because the lessons that I learned in that role in corporate are very much things that I've always brought into my business. There are things that I've been doing from the beginning that have been building my brand from the get-go, which mean that now I'm able to enjoy a much bigger reputation, I would say, than some industry greats. And I think the key difference here is when you can see someone who, let's say they've built an Instagram account and they've got 100,000 followers and yet off Instagram, nobody knows who they are. And yet there can be a little old me, my 4K followers, who is, okay, I dabble on other platforms. We will build it out (laughs) when we listen to this episode back at this time next year, global, (laughs) But right now, I'm talking to you from 4K Instagram followers, a freshly restarted TikTok, so I think I've got a a whole 30 followers, whoop whoop, and on LinkedIn, uh, about 2,500 followers. So pretty small timer if we're just going by follower count, and yet my brand brings me massive opportunities. Huge. Make no sense level opportunities. And so this is why I wanted to talk to you about building a brand, not just a business, because your follower account doesn't mean shit if you haven't got a brand that anybody knows. Woo! You know, we're going to call out some people. (laughs) Now, what it means to have a powerful brand. Now, I'm not just talking about your Instagram content. I'm not talking about your visuals. I'm not talking about the design work. So for the designers who will be listening, I'm not talking about your design work. I am talking about 
the aura that is around you. Your brand is everything that you are known for. So it's no one single thing. This is how you position yourself, your personality, your like the knowledge and skill set that you bring to the table. It's the three second impression that people have when they come to your profile. It's what you're remembered for. Oosh, it's the legacy that you're building. It's things like um, how well your name is known in the industry. It's your vibe, your personality, your, your colour or what you're known for. It's found in, it's found everywhere. There's no single factor. Your brand is everything that you're known for. But the signal factors are things like people talk about you in conversation and rooms that you're not in. Your clients refer you and they bring in recommendations and referrals. People know you even on platforms that you are not on. You see your name in conversation or you see your name being recommended in places. People know the name of your offers. People know things about you, even if you've never spoken before. These are all signs of you having a solid reputation and that reputation is arriving before you have. This is the ripple effect of having a solid brand is that you, your energy is walking into rooms that you're not in which is powerful. Is it the Jeff Bezos quote that says your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room? That is powerful. And just to take a minute, when you think about how people describe your brand, is it in line with how you want to be described? If you were to go and quiz your audience, and you can, by the way, you can ask them this, Maybe this is something to send out in your next email. But what three words would your audience use to describe you? And is that the three words that you want to be described with? Because if not, we've got like a little bit of a a mismatch between how you want your brand to be perceived versus how it's being perceived. Which is correctable, but we need to know. So just something, a few factors there. What I mean by a, a powerful brand is the ripple effect of energy, like the the quality of your work and the impact that you're making and continue to make on social media is now sending ripple effects out. And this reputation is actually starting to precede you. That is a powerful, powerful brand. Now, why should you give a fuck? A powerful brand will, A, help you to be sought out for big opportunities, I hope I don't have to explain why you would want big opportunities. (laughs) Big opportunities can be your platform for huge visibility, for all manner of good things. If you're someone that's scaling a business, it's a no-brainer. So having, you don't need a massive audience. If you've got a powerful brand and you're known for like a thing, a theme, a vibe, a quality, level of service, if you're known for these things and this solid reputation is building, people will start to seek you out for opportunities that they have in mind. A, because it's easy to find you, or B, they've heard your name talked in conversations that you're not in, so they can come straight to you as the one to go to. Everybody talks about like, become the go-to expert, but how many of those people are actually sought after and people are coming to them with things? Hmm? <laughs> I'll say less. 
So having a powerful brand will help you to be sought out for opportunities, be recommended in conversations you're not in, book more clients and more clients into your highest paid offers, which obviously is going to bring more revenue into the business. And that then will allow you to reinvest that money back into the business, into things like systems, team, events, um, all manner of things. However, you decide to reinvest into the business, but obviously bringing more revenue in will allow you to be able to reinvest and further grow the business, which will help further solidify that reputation going even further. Um, Scaling your business quicker and scaling your industry quicker. Being seen as someone that is rising within the industry at a pace that is ahead of where other people in the industry are growing to. And then lastly, having a powerful brand will also help you to increase your network because people want to be around people that are moving quickly. So your network will increase. You know, people of influence, people who are well-connected, people who are either they've already grown their own business or they're just good people to know will start seeking you out. And you've heard the phrase before, when you increase your network, you increase your net worth. So there's a lot to be said for having a powerful brand and a lot of reasons why you would need one. Now, I'm just going to go into, this is maybe personal opinion, but this is how I like to see it when I'm thinking about activities that will either grow the business or grow the brand. So when I think about activities that are going to grow the business, these are the more sales-based activities. These are your money-making activities. These are the things that you're focusing on on your day-to-day. What's bringing money into the business? What's bringing clients into the business? How are you serving your new and existing customers at a high level? These are the day-to-day running of the business tasks, right? Whereas when I'm thinking about, does this grow my brand? There's a different shift there because brand growing activities aren't necessarily things that would bring revenue, but they bring benefit to the business. There might be lots of other benefits that aren't directly money. And you might be like, Sarah, I thought you were a sales coach. Like what? You're telling me to do things that might not bring money into the business? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because when you can start to align with some brand building activities, that you're working in a future pace. This is the difference between building your brand and building the business. Building the business is looking more at the here and now. You'll be doing this every day anyway. Whereas when you're looking at the brand, you're looking up from the day-to-day running of the business. And this is far more of where is the direction that I'm going in? What seeds can I plant now to reap in either tomorrow, next week, next month, six months, 12 months? How do I want to be perceived six or 12 months down the line? And what actions can I take now to help that perception? Obviously not just perception, we want to make it a reality as well. But in terms of how you want the brand to be perceived, how you want your reputation to build, are you taking actions in line with that? Or are you just stuck in the, not stuck in the weeds of the running of the business, but are you actually looking up from the day-to-day stuff to be looking at these more longer-term brand building activities? So when I think about growing the brand, I think about like how people perceive you, what you're known for. Yes, content is part of it because your content will always be building your brand. 
But I think much more further ahead than that, you know? Yes, someone could come to your profile and they'll instantly have a perception of you. So there's that, especially if you're someone that's been growing for years. So, you know, you've got that longevity of high quality content. That is brand building because now you've got a whole backlog, a whole library of short and long form content, high value stuff, serving your clients at high level, high quality stuff. So yes, content is part of it, but I don't consider content that brand building. What I'm talking about is the long term stuff, the stuff that you will reap the rewards of in the future. So this can be things like long form content, putting yourself forward for opportunities, um, making strategic connections with people, you know, people in either places you want to be or in associations or networks you want to be part of. It can be getting yourself on the radar of influential people. It could be putting yourself forward for an industry award. It could be um, going for some sort of industry certificate. It could be um, increasing your influence in... I'm trying to think of some other examples off the top of my head now. But it's things that will grow the perception of the brand so that as you start to accrue more of these things, people will be like, in their mind... It's always brand building for them. When they see you doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that, you know, getting uh, an award or being tagged with this person or being in a photo with this person or then being associated with this person or now you're featured in a magazine or now you're on somebody's YouTube, you know, all of these things, none of them are directly revenue related. None of them. Are they massively helping how people perceive you? Yes massively. So yes, there does need to be a balance. Of course, the business growth activities come first, always. Sales first. Sales is your cash flow of the business. That is a non-negotiable. But once you've done those things, maybe this is a once a week activity. I don't tend to put a timeline on it, but I'll just be here and there on the lookout for either ways to grow my brand or be checking in with my annual goals and making sure that I'm making steps towards those. And for reference, if you're a SOSA client, you have my goals planner. For everybody else, on my goals planner, I actually separate the, my goals of business by the different functions of the business. So there's sales, marketing, finances, brand, customer excellence, um, personal CEO, uh, mindset. I think that's all of them. But yeah, so I have my goals written down between all of those things. So brand is its own goals like box on my planner so that I can make sure that I'm always doing things that are really growing the business over a long-term sustainable way. They might not be directly money-making, but they are massively beneficial. If you think business is stuff that you can benefit from today, brand is stuff that you can benefit from tomorrow. So think about when you're thinking about ways to build the brand, what do you want to be associated with? So these can be words, it can be feelings, it can be people, it can be places. Think about how you want to be associated with and the reputation that you're building. What do you want to be associated with? Because you get to choose. It's literally up to you. So what would you like it to be? Think about what legacy you're building. How do you want to be remembered? 
Now, I've come up with a little list of ways that you can grow your brand. First of all, is make yourself not like everybody else. (laughs) The easiest way to grow your brand is to stand out. Now, oh my God, I hate the messaging that says, I hope you stand out on social media by people that do not stand out. It kills me, makes my soul die. (laughs) But the easier you can stand out, and what I mean by this is, for example, when I pivoted into sales coaching, I started getting noticed easier. And that's because there was a smaller pool of people doing what I was doing. So it's far easier to stand out because all of a sudden, my keywords, you know, in terms of the profile search box, there were far less people. When you type in those words, there were far less people coming up. So from a physical, just standing out from the crowd, how can you either use your keywords better or use your content better or use your visuals better, however it is, to get away from the crowd? Be smart with this. The easier you can stand out, the easier it's going to be to build your reputation. Now, some physical things that you can be doing, other than change your bio, stand out, is go to more places. I know that sounds ludicrously easy, but it actually is. (laughs) I'm always someone that has been looking to go to events. A, because there's always something to learn. There's always people to meet. So there's some, you know, personal selfish benefit, but also... That gives me easy content to share on social media and people see that I'm someone that goes to events. So therefore, they they see me out and about. They know that I'm serious about business. They know that I am looking to meet people, looking to make partnerships, looking to collaborate out on the road or doing meetings, going to client meetings, traveling around the UK for stuff. Like The perception of my brand is... I'm not just building an online business. I'm out and about. I'm in the car. I'm in person. And I get all of that content then to share on social media to further grow the business. So go to more places. Yes, you can include co-working spaces on there if you want to. But I would go to any and all events where you know people are going to be, people that you can speak to, mingle with, you know, potentially could meet clients. But it's a way for you to grow your brand is to literally get out, leave your house (laughs) and go to big industry events. Because then you get loads of footage to share and people love to be around people that are already going to places. You know, it's a sign that you're physically moving. People want to be around people who are moving. The second thing of ways to grow your brand is omnipresent marketing. So building your network across multiple platforms. It's no longer enough just to be growing on one platform. Your ideal client expects to see you on multiple platforms. Plus, when you think about growing your brand, it's about growing your visibility, you know, getting known. The best way to get known is by doing exactly that, making yourself known. So have a platform that is a high reach platform and then a secondary platform that is your more nurturing platform. Get yourself known, omnipresent marketing. Number three, kind of feeds off the last one, but it's, it's on the knowing part. And this is always be on the lookout for extra visibility. Always. There is no such thing as too much visibility. None. So go live, 
collaborate with others, um, being tagged by other creators, being photographed with other creators. Any and all opportunity for extra visibility is a brand boosting activity. (laughs) Again, these are all things that, no, you're not going to get paid for. But will they grow your business? Yes, absolutely. Because it's association. It's how people are perceiving you. A, you're someone that's creating long form content. So onto that omnipresent marketing, people can go learn from you, see you as an expert, but also they're seeing you regularly collaborate with other creators. And just on this piece, when you think about who you're going live with, remember that every activity is either building your brand or taking from it. So be mindful who you're collaborating with. Is this person going to be, help, you know, are they worthwhile? Are they credible themselves? Are they building your brand? Or is it not in your best interest to be collaborating with that person? You know, think about how it builds your brand, how people will perceive you. Are you shooting up? Now, on the last point, look for opportunities to get featured. The last one was always be on the lookout for extra visibility. The fourth one is look out for additional opportunities to get featured. Magazines, podcasts, YouTube channels, joint lives, anywhere. Blog posts, the more SEO friendly, the better. How can you get more featured? Because especially with these things that are either wider spread across the industry or have more gravitas than any single post on any single platform. These are the kind of, the heavyweight things, you know, that they're not going to fade in like 24 to 48 hours. These are things that people can continue to find you on and that will continue to build your brand for a long time. So I'm just going to recap some of those. Ways to build your brand is A, get the fuck out of the crowd. (laughs) B, go to more places. C, omnipresent marketing. Get yourself known in other places. Four, or D, (laughs) be on the lookout for extra visibility. Always, how can you get yourself visible as fuck? And then lastly, look for additional opportunities to get featured. Where can you get yourself featured? These things are massively going to help build your brand. Again, I don't have a big following in my eyes. Yes, we're looking to grow it. But right now, I don't have a huge following. And yet, I've been in multiple podcasts, um, been in magazines, uh, been on... I haven't been on YouTube yet, but that that, that day will come. Um, Been... Where else have we been? Been in multiple people doing guest expert sessions in people's programs, in people's masterminds, on people's masterclasses. Um, being will be a guest expert on a retreat in the Seychelles this year um, and potentially something else which is very exciting but I can't give more away on that just yet and this is the the impact of growing a strong reputation and a strong brand so hope that you've taken some value from this and you're thinking a bit bigger picture than just what am I you know daily money-making activities yes still focus on those in the day-to-day but once a week or every now and again, look up from the day to day and be thinking, where, where is my breakthrough move here? What is going to build my brand? What is going to build my reputation? What, can, what moves can I be making now that the me in six months time will benefit from? 
How can I start moving as my future self now? Who can I either network with, collaborate with, reach out to? Um, What other milestones or features can I get involved with? Be thinking bigger picture. Again, this won't directly pay you in the moment, but it will pay you later on down the line when you're building a long-term sustainable business where people know you. There's solidarity. Is that the right word? So let's go with that one. There's solidarity around your brand. There's a high level of trust, you know, so you're building something that is long-term sustainable and scalable. It's going to be a lot easier for you to scale your business when you've got a solid brand in place. I hope that you enjoy this episode, Queen. If you're someone that's looking to build an iconic brand without having to need a massive audience, apply for my upcoming mastermind, Becoming. It's a six-month mastermind for someone that wants to build an iconic brand so that you can bring in daily income, you can sell out your launches and really become a six-figure business owner by being your most embodied self. If that sounds like something you want to be involved with, I'll pop the link below so that you can apply. We are enrolling now for the next round, which I'm very, very excited about, but I shall see you inside the next episode. See you soon.